So the Ministry of Food and Drug Safety here will start analysing today 115 types of medicine for high blood pressure using valsartan. That's an ingredient commonly used in such drugs, but it's been found to be contaminated with a carcinogen. The ministry has ordered the sales and uh, manufacture of this product to be stopped. There's a ban now on problematic products and is planning to carry out an evaluation into patients who actually use them. It's also been the subject of recalls in Canada, the US and in Europe. So... What do you do when a medication supposedly helping one potentially deadly ailment turns out to be a factor in causing another? Let's bring in Dr. Mina Tadrus of the Ontario Drug Policy Research Network, also with the pharmacy faculty at the University of Toronto. Thank you for taking the time. Thanks for having me. And can you tell us more about uh, Health Canada's decision to announce the recall of medications containing valsartan there? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, uh, you know, I, your introduction, I think, covered it distinctly and really well. But just to reiterate, uh, there was a, you know, a contamination that was found in one of the sources that's used in a, a number of different Valsartan sources. So, you know, some of the powders that are actually containing the drug are used by various different companies. Um, and as, as many of the listeners probably know, for certain drugs that have gone generic, there might be you know up to twenty, thirty different companies that make these medications. Uh, here in Canada, there's about you know five to ten that make Valsartan generic versions, and so many of them actually source it from the same manufacturer. And in this case, it was a manufacturer in China um, who testing regular testing found some potential sources of a carcinogenic uh, substance. And so, to be safe, uh, many of the providers. Um, and regulators across the world have, have have asked that all these medications be recalled that have any sort of batches that came from uh, that manufacturer. So it's it's it more of a problem then with the manufacturers than with this uh, ingredient itself. Yeah, it, it has everything to do. So this 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 carcin this potentially carcinogenic substance is actually produced at, through the manufacturing process, and so. If it's not well controlled, sometimes this occurs. Um, and so I think what happened at this manufacturer is that there was something off in their manufacturing that allowed the substance in minute amounts uh, to happen. No, you know, one good thing is that this is obviously a substance that's tested for and was found in some of the batches. And that's why the regulators are being extra cautious and asking people to go back to their pharmacies, see if their drug is one of the drugs that was recalled Um and then and look for solutions with their pharmacist and then their doctors. Well, with the authorities here analysing today 115 types of medicine for high blood pressure using this ingredient, do you suspect then that it'll be a small number of them that might be problematic, or or how, you know what do you think would be the scale of this problem? Yeah, it's, it's it's challenging to know what's actually going to happen. You know, I think this sort of points to a larger issue of how drugs are sourced around the world. So, you know, often um, the powder of the actual ingredient is made in multiple different factories across the world, shared to different generic companies who then compound it uh, into the pill or tablet that they're going to use. And, and so what we saw here is that although there's five different companies in Canada, for example, that are on the recall list, they were all actually sourcing it from the same manufacturer in China. Um, 
And so it's challenging to know if perhaps this manufacturer is the issue or there's a part of the process or a specific ingredient that they're using in the uh, procedure to develop some of these chemicals that's causing this. And I think this is one of the further investigations. But I do know that these testing for these products do occur. Uh, and to the best of my, my knowledge, this is one of the substances that's on the list of carcinogenics that are tested often. And so the hope is that if anything of this source is found, um, that the recalls will occur and, 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 and that medications will be listed to patients so that they can know what they can be uh, looking for. I mean, people voluntarily expose themselves to carcinogens all the time. Uh, on a scale of danger, how problematic is this, uh, even when it is potentially problematic in the, uh, in the manufacturing process? Is, is it something that's very high on the list of carcinogens or is it something that someone would have to be exposed to for a long time and even then maybe be fine? So so the specific agent that was found, so it's a side chemical that's found within it. So it's not the actual Varsartan or the drug that's actually causing the cancer. It's it's another substance that's found along with it because it was sort of contaminated. So I think that's something that the listeners should be very clear on. It's not actually Varsartan. It's an MDMA, which is a small molecule that's produced through the process as sort of a, you know, in your pill, there's multiple different ingredients. And unfortunately, through the process of this manufacturer, this was coming out. And so, you know, this drug was actually tested in animals and in very high doses in rats, they found that it can cause cancer. And so this is a very theoretical uh, and but likely probable carcinogen. And so it's not something that we want to be consuming. And so to be cautious, it's best that we don't have it in anything that we consume. And I think that's how the regulators are approaching this, that if we can minimize this, um, then we will. And so, you know, it's something that we choose not to have in any of the substances or drugs that we consume. Um, but at the same time, when we're comparing this to other things, such as cigarettes or, or larger doses of other carcinogens, I don't think that this is something that people should be, you know, going to get scanned today and see if they have cancer. I, I don't think it's that it's that dangerous, but it's better safe than sorry. And that's why we don't actually want it in any of our substances or drugs that we consume. Right. I mean, it really does sound then like there isn't a major need for anyone to panic if they've been taking this medication. After all, as I suggested before, high blood pressure in itself is uh, is an acute concern for many people. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's really important to, to raise that, you know, the recommendation that we're giving to everybody is, you know, don't put this off. Go see your pharmacist or your doctor and ask them if this batch or, um, or the medication you're on is one of the recall lists. And don't suddenly stop your medication because you could be using it for your high blood pressure. This drug is also used for individuals with heart failure. And so the risk of decompensation or worsening of those effects greatly outweighs the risk of the cancer uh, and the potential for that. So I think it's really important for listeners who are perhaps on this medication or, or have family members or loved ones who are taking this medication to, to you know go to the pharmacy today if they can double-check that it's happening. And, you know, they could be easily switched to another company of the same drug at the same dose without having this hurt them at all. Um, and so, you know, I, you know, we really want to caution everybody from kind of running in panic and throwing their pills in the, uh, in this, in the toilet and, and never taking this medication again. I think that this medication has been proven to work really, really well. And, and it's very important that people who are stable and it's working for them to continue taking it. So, again, the take-home message here is, uh, this is something, you know, if you're on this medication, go talk to your pharmacist and doctor. Can you help restore some faith in the pharmaceutical industry generally and, and maybe address how much of a concern is it for you that uh, certain countries where where perhaps standards aren't quite so high are, are able to infiltrate the market by offering better prices, for example? 
Yeah, I think that this is sort of a, a, a scare tactic that's often used to try to deter us away from generic companies. I, I think these are the kind of stories that, when you think about them, should actually restore your faith because you realize that, you know, all of our tax dollars that are going towards these regulatory bodies such as the FDA and Health Canada, the EMA, and in every country, some of these great regulatory bodies that are working to ensure that the safety and efficacy of medications that are entering the market is at the highest standard. And they all communicate with each other. And that's actually what we saw here. So if anything, what you're seeing is, you know, you shouldn't be questioning the pharmaceutical industry. And to be clear, I I don't actually work for the pharmaceutical industry or receive any money from them. But I think what this does is strengthen our resolve in in, in supporting the agencies that our governments have uh, and how important they are to ensuring the safety of the medications that enter our countries. Um, And, you know, continued cooperation between all these different agencies, because sometimes certain samples, and we're starting to better understand the global nature of how medications travel across the world. And, you know, this is important when we think about things like, um, you know, I don't know if this is happening in Korea, but in Canada, we when one factory closes down, we start to see a ripple effect across the globe of people having back orders and not being able to access medications that um, that they need. And so a better understanding of how medications travel the globe, um, more concerted efforts on a national and international level to kind of continue monitoring the safety is is really important. And I think that this is sort of a testament to that, that everyone was able to cooperate. They were able to find the source, even though, you know, the countries were getting them from different places. Uh, and that they're testing the medications and ensuring that they're safe for all individuals who are using them. Dr. Tadrus, thank you. No, thank you for having me, and thanks for bringing this topic up for your listeners.